Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Julia show for your Thursday here on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Lori and Julia are off doing fabulous things today. So, uh, Holly Roberts, and I gotta say it this way, Brittany Arneson. Nailed it. <laughs> are filling in this afternoon. <laughs> also, want to mention that uh, before the show is over, we do have two more, another pair of tickets to give away for you to go see the Minnesota Wild take on the Columbus Blue Jackets next Tuesday evening. And we will let you know when to call in. And claim that prize. Okay? Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Britain arms. I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> I'm, and that's my new last name. And I have trouble even sometimes I forget how to spell it. So I'm, I'm still trying to hone in on... <laughs> That accent. Should I? I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, sure. okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's very sing songy. Thank you. It's Arnason. Arnason, the son of Arna. <laughs> that is correct. We're going to do something. <laughs> mm, I like I, it. I, I mean, so Holly yeah, comes to me something. this morning and says, let's, let's do something different. Yeah. And I went to my folder on my desk that's been. Sitting there for years with coffee stains all over it. Yellow crinkled paper. Oh, yeah. Aged <laughs> like a fine cheddar. Read the, ink. <laughs> the ink is faded. And she said, let's, I said, why don't we do a couple of fun little games we've never done before that I had written down years ago to perhaps incorporate into the Lori and Julia show, but that never happened. Now, the first one, and we even have a little intro here, which will describe the game for you. Play along at home. Here we go. Wheel of Knowledge. Rocco's so excited, isn't he? Very. I love it. It's called The Wheel of Knowledge. Now, there's no uh, music, TV, or movie trivia here. <gasps> oh, Not in this. This is just going to be general trivia. Ugh. And I think we'll do it, Holly, as you do with Colleen and Bradley. You have to say your name. Yes. And then so you'll bad get, at to, uh, get to give me the answer. Because we don't the have the budget for buzzers here knowledge. in the studio. Someday. Mm. Wheel of Knowledge. Here we Maybe. go. Maybe. Someday. All right. <laughs> Let me finish the question before you shout your name. Is that okay? Can we do that? Well, then, okay. Oh, come on. I, I Honestly, my head, Fine. I keep going, don't say Holly. Right. Don't say Holly, because I'm going to say Holly. <laughs> I know. All right, here we go. Here's your first one. On Wheel of Knowledge, what flightless bird went extinct in the 1660s and has a reputation for stupidity? Brittany. Huh. Yes, Brittany. Dodo. Yes. That's right. Bird. 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 I'm like sitting so Holly's so relaxed and I am like edge of my seat. I just I've accomplished the one thing I want to accomplish. I got a point. You got one right. Holler. All right, wheel of knowledge. Let's continue. What is the capital city of Peru? 
Holly. Yes. Lima. Yes. <laughs> Lima. Lima, the capital city of Peru. All right. Score is tied one to one. So exciting. Here we go. What is the largest bone in the human body? Brittany. Yes. It is the humerus. The humerus? No. Holly. Yes, Holly. Femur. Of yes. course femur. it is. <laughs> Of course it is. Humerus is your elbow bone. I literally so one panicked. Of, one of the smaller yeah. bones yes. of the body. Cute. That's cute. <laughs> and that's why it's called your funny bone. That's funny it's I was thinking. Humerus. Got it? Humor? You guys. Try to explain that. Okay. I don't Thanks, get Donnie. jokes. <laughs> now, this one is. That wasn't. That's actually why it's called that. Oh. I don't get it. Okay. What do you mean you don't get it? I get it. Oh, okay, okay. That was a joke, Donnie. I missed the joke. All right, here we go. This is a harder one. What type of animal? Is a sugar glider. Brittany, rodent. Yes. No, more specific. Uh, marsupial. Uh, more specific. Uh, guinea pig. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to be more specific. Holly. Yes. A squirrel? Nope. Oh, rude. Gotta be the specific. Can't you say marsupial? It's gotta be the specific type of marsupial. A sugar glider. It's ice. No, it's also what type of animal? <laughs> the actual name of the animal. I don't know. It's a I just thought it was a sugar glider. Yeah, it's me too. Well, that's not the official name of this animal. A flying squirrel. Flying squirrel is not correct, <laughs> according to my sources. A gliding squirrel. No, would you stop with the squirrel? Is there any squirrel in this animal? There's no squirrel. A parachute it is rat. A marsupial. But what percent squirrel very, is it? I'll give you a hint. It's a very ugly animal. A bat? No. They're cute. A uh, bat is not a marsupial. A rat? Uh, no. A, a mouse? A kangaroo? Uh, no. A platypus. No. A, uh, a humerus. <laughs> All right, let's move it. It's a possum. Oh. A possum. Fun fact: possum. one of two marsupials in the U.S. Okay. The other is a aardvark. Nope. It's a. I'll think of it. Okay. okay thanks. Let's move on. No winner there. Here we go. Here's the next one on Wheel of Knowledge. <laughs> Who was the Greek god of dreams? Give right. us the first letter. <laughs> so neither of you have any clue. No. The Greek um, god of dreams. Holly. Yes. John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> I should give you the point for that. Yes, especially here. Yeah. No. Um, here's, the, here's the hint. Here's the hint. The first part of the name of the Greek god of dreams is a word that is used to describe when something turns into something else. Metamorphosis. Oh, close. Meta. Not meta. Not meta. No meta. Morphus. Morph. Morphina. Morpheus. Morpheus. She got it. He was cheering me on so hard, but she got it. No, half a point. Half a point. Okay. Half a point. You should not. We get to share. The wheel of knowledge. Entomology. Entomology is the branch of science that studies what? Holly. Yes. I just didn't give you that for saying your name. Rude, Donnie, because it's bugs, right? Uh, insects, yes. Insects. Oh, that's not, yeah. Entomology. Not to be confused with etymology, which is the study of what? Words. Words. Very good. I would never confuze those two. <laughs> never. Never. So, Holly's uh-huh. got four points. No, three and a half, because oh, three and a half. shared. That's right, three shared. All right, last question on the Wheel of Knowledge. Which is the largest island... In the Mediterranean Sea. Brittany? Yes. Can we say Greece or that's not? 
That's insane. No, not so, Greece. Holly. Yes. Sicily? Mine was embarrassing. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. I mean, there are are Greek islands, but Greece itself is attached to I know. And even when I said it, I was like, even if we're counting some of the islands, they're tiny. I know. But they all make a big one. Yes, Yes, thank you. So, Holly, you won at what? (laughs) Four and a half? Hard to uh, hate someone so positive and epic. Really well. It was tough, Donnie. Thanks. That was fun. I told you it would be challenging. The Wheel of Knowledge. I loved it. All right. I learned a lot. We could do it again. Which was probably not the point. <laughs> no, it is the point. Okay, good. If you learn something, you can go home tonight and tell your husband. I'll go quiz him. What's your husband's name? Justin. Justin, did you know that Sicily is the largest island in the Mediterranean? He'll just look at you with a blank face and walk away. <laughs> He'll be like, you think you're smart because you learned one fact at work today? Grow up. You gotta go. <laughs> well, yeah, we gotta go. When we come back, more dusty things here on the Lori and Julia because Donnie's doing random thoughts. Oh, great. Did you miss Hollywood speak? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk keyword podcast. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Donnie. Yes, I'm, I'm here. You're here? For I'm, here. I'm here to fill in on random thoughts. <laughs> yes, it's Donnie's yes. random Donnie's thoughts. Random oh, thoughts. boy. Finally, what's going on yeah. in that head of yours? <laughs> I came across this today, and I thought this was kind of cool. It's uh, from over in the UK, and there's a guy there named Kevin Freshwater. That's actually his name. Mm. And he has this bit where uh, he approaches strangers. This time he was in... Uh, uh, the underground, or as we call it, the subway. He was in a subway station, and he does he does this thing where he goes up to them. He's got a microphone, sticks the he sings a bit of a song, sticks the microphone in their face, and says, "Finish the lyric." Well, now, that's not annoying. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's what he does. And he's got uh, he's got a lot of followers on Finish Facebook, it. and a lot of people watch his stuff. Now, most people. Just look at him blankly. They tell him to go away, or they sing something completely different. Kind of like Billy in the Streets. Yeah, Yeah, they they have no idea what it is. Now, it didn't happen that way when Charlotte Aubrey came along, and I'll show you what he did. So he goes up to her, and uh, he asked her to finish the lyrics. So this is what it sounded like. Finish the lyrics. Tell me something, girl. Are you happy in this modern world? Wow. Keep going. So hardcore. Wow, you're really good. Keep going. I'm I'll never be the ground. through the surface where they can't hurt us. We're far from the shallow now. <laughs> you're brilliant. Yeah, I would I'd say Charlotte is pretty brilliant. She's amazing, he but got lucky. She, she did screw up the lyrics. She didn't oh, sing them in come order. On, Brittany. Rude. Um, anyway, that has gotten eight, failed. 8 million views on Facebook. Cool. So congrats to Charlotte Aubrey for uh, saving uh, Kevin Freshwater and has finished the lyrics game. Indeed. All right. Uh, the next up, the, na- the age most people discover their favorite band. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, a company called TickPick conducted a survey, and they asked people when, when people first heard their all-time favorite band. The average age was what do you guys think? 
I think that it's probably 12. Okay. Brittany? I'm, I'm going to go also low and say you're driving, you're listening to your music, 16. 12 and a half. <laughs> Good job, Holly. Yeah. 12 and a half Good is job. the average age when people latch on to their all-time favorite band. So, Holly, what is your all-time favorite band? It's the Beatles. Oh, the Beatles. And okay. I was 12 when I, I got see. super into them because okay. it's that age. It's like the theory on Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. where you're old enough to be curious about what's going on in the outside world, yeah. but you're young enough to where you're shackled to your house and you can't actually do anything about anything. So, yeah. like, between the ages of 12 and 15... Whatever cast was around during Saturday Night Live when you were those ages yeah. is probably okay. the okay. cast of Saturday Night Live you like the best. Right. So think about when you were 12 to 15 years old. Donnie, That's I know Texaco Star Theater doesn't count. I'm sorry. Oh, Uncle Milty, there was nobody <laughs> like him. I'm I'll, sorry. I'll but... <laughs> no, but that's interesting you say mm-hmm. that because for me, now, of course, yeah, I'm much older than you. But for me, I had the same thing with Saturday Night Live. For me, it's Jane Curtin. And Jim Belushi and Dan Aykroyd, even Chevy Chase. That's my Saturday Night Live favorite cast. Yeah. yeah. And I'm Adam Sandler, Chris Farley, hands down. Yeah. Like Lunch Lady Land yeah. is everything to me. Sloppy Joe. Sloppy, sloppy Joe. Uh, Brittany, we didn't hear your favorite band. I don't, I, don't I have one. But I was a big Tori Amos, huge when I was probably 12. Ooh. And I still, to this day, if, they, if you play a song of hers, I'll be like, Ooh. I got to okay. go sit alone. Right. I love her. Uh, when asked, for, oh, for me, it's the Beatles, too, because I was 12. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> when asked what influenced their musical tastes growing up, 66% said friends influenced their taste. Hmm. 59% said the radio. Uh, 52 said movies. 48% said their dad. 45, 45% their mom. And then uh, 33% said a sibling contributed. And that's certainly my case, because my brother was six years older. Uh, so he yeah. had a big oh, influence yeah. on the kind of music that I was exposed to and then liked. For sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. There we go. That's, uh, I think that's all we got there. Uh, all right, moving along. That was very interesting. <laughs> I never know whether she's being honest or being I was cynical. being serious. It's just <laughs> my voice sounds so negative it all does. the time. Uh, you just have a sarcastic tinge to your bang, voice. It's the bangs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, America's favorite Girl Scout cookies. At that time of year, a new survey, of course, asked people about that. The big three are, what do you think? Thin Mint Samoas and the chocolate-covered peanut butter. What? Did you read this beforehand? No, I'm not reading anywhere. I made eye contact in a creepy way with Holly. That's right. We just locked in and we were having the mind meld where it was like, of course, it's Thin Mint Samoa. And then those are the only ones I know. And the chocolate covered, yeah, yeah, totally peanut butter. The tagalongs is the third. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Very good. Thank you. So those three cookies got half the votes, while the other eight cookies had to split the rest. Uh, and they didn't get many votes. Uh, the shortbread, 7%. Caramel chocolate chip, 6%. Dosey doughs, which are peanut butter sandwiches, 5%. Yeah. And the s'mores, 3%. Now, there are new cookies this year. Didn't do very well yet. The lemon ups, 3%. And the toffee-tastic, 1%. So I was forced. I've had the lemon ups. They're not bad. I was forced to eat the lemon ups last time I was here on oh. Tuesday. Oh, you didn't so like unfortunate. Them? No, they were terrible, but I ate a lot of them because they were the cookies that were sitting here. They just kind of existed. You know what I mean? It was like a cleaning product and a cookie combined. That's what Girl Scout cookies are, though. They simply exist. No, Samoas are slash caramel delights are everything. And even if they taste like 409 and elbow grease, they exist. You're like, they exist. Lemon pledge. A lemon pledge. I am going to eat those. But you can't go wrong with Thin Mints. Thin Mints are not great. I don't like mint. Oh, yeah. You guys don't like mint. Yeah. Me and Donnie are right. That's the only reason we'll always be friends. Always. That's right. Anti-mint. But I'll tell you what. Anything they make up for it. Samoas are the they're called caramel delights now. They're the coconut one circles. They are everything. Like I usually throughout this season, I will buy at least fifty dollars worth of Samoas. I feel like they keep getting smaller and small, mm. smaller. Yeah. Like they the sure cookie, do. The the cookie and the mouth get smaller. I know and smaller. I I'm know. like, where is my dang cookie? I know. And it's yeah. like they they are if anybody should wants to conquer the world, talk to the Girl Scouts because they have conquered marketing because of their scarcities of it by I go nuts. Anytime I see one, I'm like, we'll take another caramel delight box. Like hey, kid, take my cash. Hey, kid, hey here. I know we're at Cub Foods checking out. I think I can I think I've got four dollars and change. I can get you the last dollar. Right. <laughs> just, just wait for it. Some always have actually been around a long, long time. They're long. so good. They're, they go back way before I think before the girls. Scouts started selling them. You could buy that cookie. Oh, yeah, they, they had a different name. They were called when I was a kid. They were Hawaiian something or other, but it's the same cookie. Oh, they're so good. Oh, and yum. you just put those in your cereal. I know it sounds weird, but break them up and put them in your cereal. You're welcome. What Who kind of cereal? You? I'm a depressed person. What? That's what are you putting that in that is like first you any, anything. I but you know what? what? I love almond joys so much, and they're very similar in taste to almond joys. And you can smash up an almond joy in your cereal. I've done it. But like, what time. kind of what cereal? Of it's any? It's not a good one. <laughs> well, because there, candy and I literally never buy this stuff. But when I do, I lose my mind, and I will mm. eat it with every meal until it's gone. Are you putting almond joy in Lucky Charms? Mm. Okay, let's move oh. on. Uh, what is uh, Holly? What is your favorite color? Red. Red. Let's see. Red. If that is a uh, red, is it's a positive color. Mm. So it makes you feel positive when you see red. Great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, your favorite color? Green. Green. Let's see if green is on the list here. Doesn't appear to be. <laughs> okay. No, nope, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm obsessed with green. And that, green. That, that, that actually tracks. Yeah. What's, I, what's I got, the list? I got a dark yellow, but I don't have any green. <laughs> dark yellow. Your favorite color is dark yellow? Well, that's the closest to green. <laughs> There's no green on the list. Well, with a list for what? Uh... Your favorite color and what it inspires. Oh, there's no green. So for me, blue and blue is strength. Oh, Oh. Mm -hmm. green is left out. 
Yeah, I always feel left zero. out. Yeah, God, I like it. <laughs> I eat my cookies and my cereal my and just sit in the dark. Oh, what's your dental bill like? <laughs> it's expensive. Yeah, putting, putting the candy bar on the cereal. <laughs> uh, when we come back from traffic, Donnie's going to give that to you. Okay. What's the deal with thongs? Yeah. Ugh, Brittany and I are going to talk about it. No, I guess I'm staying out of that conversation. Are you, though? It's, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's very quiet on the system. That is always good news. Uh, we do have, on 100 northbound, we have a crash there. 390 foot. Uh, 390 foot. 394 in Glenwood in Golden Valley. So look out for a crash there. And uh, that, you know, that's it. That's all i got to tell you about. Uh, the uh, weather is brought to you by Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. Clear skies 10 above tonight. 36 and sunny tomorrow, and it's going to be in the upper 30s to 40 over the weekend. Going to be a nice weekend coming up right now. Sun is out there. It is 13 at My Talk. On My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Oh, cause I keep digging myself down deeper. I won't stop till I get where you are. I keep running, I keep running, I keep running. They say I may be making a mistake. I would have followed all the way, no matter how far. Joining us this Thursday on the Lori and Julia show here on MyTalk 1071. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Lori and Julia off being fabulous today. I'm Holly. I'm here with Brittany. Donnie is also here, and we're talking about Victoria's secret. Mm, what is it? Oh. They're in trouble. What is she keeping from us? Well, <laughs> she's not keeping many secrets anymore mm. because Victoria's Secret has been sold. This afternoon, the news broke that its parent company, L Brands, has given up 55% of the company, including the pink label, for about $525 million. The buyer is a private equity company called Sycamore Partners. They own such brands as Staples, Aeropostal, Hot Topic, Torrid, Talbot's, Nine West. So they're a big company that owns a lot of different retail stores. Mm-hmm. Also in this deal, L Brand's chairman and CEO, Les Wexner, is going to step down but remain on the board as chairman following a string of bad press about his ties with convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein mm-hmm. and also allegedly fostering a toxic work culture that includes cases of sexual harassment. Not good things happening over at Victoria's Secret. So they are deciding... So they're they're trying to rescue the brand by selling? Well, I think they're cashing out because the brand has been on a nosedive for years. You know, the relevancy of Victoria's Secret has been waning in the past couple of years, to say the least. Which is weird because I... I think there's at least four still in the Mall of America. You're right. Four? <laughs> it seems like it. It seems like every time you hit a corner, you're like, oh, there's another eight uh, levels of Victoria's Secret, like oh, right there. Good thing that I can buy some underwear as oh. I've turned the corner because there's always know. like five bins where you can get like five for 25 yeah. of different types of underwear. One, we talked about being. That thong, the thong, thong, thong. Oh, woof. I'm out. <laughs> Bye, Donnie. <laughs> I mean, Donnie, you have to have opinions on it, right? Uh, an opinion on thong underwear? Like, other how than, does it feel? I would never wear it? Oh, okay. That's how I feel, too. My other question is, why would you guys even wear it? I have that? no idea. That's the question I ask. But neither of you have ever worn 
I of course I have. Yeah. I was in my twenties. I have so bought. I have bought your butt crack? everything from Victoria's <laughs> Secret that they marketed. I bought. I bought the push-up bra that made me look like a football player. I bought <laughs> the you know um, matching pink uh, with the same you know pink on the butt. Hot like uh, sweatsuits. Yep. I've I've been marketed to every. They've win. They've gotten hundreds of dollars from me throughout my twenties, thinking that like you were supposed to have these things, right? Because Victoria's Secret, back in the day, did an excellent job of marketing their product as things that you needed to have. Yes. You needed thong underwear. You need it. Because you don't want those visible panty lines. But in fact, so you won't have visible panty lines, but you'll be having things in the crack. <laughs> you'll have, yeah, you know, you might be heading to the pharmacy <laughs> later because you got oh, things oh, that are breathing. Yeah. yeah. But, right. and that's why I, I just remember at one age, like I, yeah. I kept one thong from like, and I think I still have like a thong from like a time where I was like, in case I need it. Britney's but, memorial thong of her pretty 20s. Pretty much. Pretty much. Remember what the do you time? mean in case you need it? Like, well, I don't know. You still feel like I still have a push-up bra or like, and not even push-up is not, is an understatement. Like so padded everywhere. Uh-huh. It was the miracle bra. Or what do they call it? The Yeah. Mir- I don't know. Miracle bra. Was it miracle bra? Ooh. I think so. And it was what like was miracle. <laughs> Angel's <laughs> secret miracle, whatever. And you make it literally. So I've got huge shoulders. And then you add this bra to it. It looks like I can't fit in most doorways. It was like a real problem. And I was like, what? Is this cool? <laughs> had to go I, wore, sideways. I think I wore it like one time when I was working at a radio station. And like, I felt so insanely out of place. I remember being like, I just need to take this off somewhere and like burn it. Right. Well, and that's the thing where it's like all of this stuff at Victoria's Secret was marketed to us as this is the way that you need to dress in order to be successful and or get laid. Yes. Like this is a very specific idea yes. of how you present yourself sexually because it's like, well, God forbid that your underwear doesn't match your bra. I, I, and I lived my life thinking that, that like if I somehow like, and you know, of course you watch enough rom-coms that you're going to bump into like that guy and be like, if I'm not wearing matching underwear, what is he going to think? Oh, I, I know. (laughs) That's like, well, here's, here's, well, one, here's the secret on that. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I have, I, I have met a few people in my life who that's a thing for them. Yeah, yeah. But and good for them. But and people, good for them. But yeah. The sauerkraut's also a thing for people. Yeah. So totally. like that's it's good for them. Congratulations. That's yeah. just your own personal yeah, taste. Yeah. But the fact that Victoria's Secret is selling out, they're giving up majority stake, definitely speaks to the fact that we have moved on as a culture from this very specific, very narrow idea yeah. of what it means to present your sexuality. And my theory on all of this is that as we learn more about the company of Victoria's Secret, there was a New York Times article maybe like two or three weeks ago mm-hmm. about just the nastiness that went on behind the scenes of Victoria's Secret, the way uh, that their uh, marketing officer, Ed Razik, treated women, harassed women, the way that Les Wexner had a relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, reading between the lines and all of that and reading yeah. the tea leaves, says, oh, we've been subjected yeah. to like three guys fetishes yeah. ideas of what it means to be female yeah. and to be sexual and it was torturous yeah the 
thongs and football player boobs. I mean, like linebacker <laughs> boobs and like and like glittery lace that always oh. sat weird and was itchy. And then like rhinestones, where it was like, why would you want rhinestones on your underwear? Like. Wow. I know. Thank you, Donnie. I needed that. Like there were so many and then like and then like things that you clip on the back of your uh your bra straps to make them give you bigger cleavage and things right. like that. It was like it's all terrible. And yeah. and even just like oh gosh, and like the things that are are even pushed towards like the younger. They want to get you younger. Young when you're younger, you get the cheeky underwear and then this and that. And it's like you groom your kids to want that certain look. And it's it's wonderful that there are so many other options now. Like, but at that time when we when I was in my teen and twenties, that's where you went to get underwear. Well yeah, because it was like you're an adult. Yeah. You've made it. Yeah. You're trying to carve a sexual identity for yourself. That is this very specific thing. Yeah, yeah. And you're right, Brittany. For Victoria's Secret, they get you when you're young. And that's what the whole premise of the pink line. I know. Is that it's for high schoolers and it's cute because you have pink on your butt. Yeah. And you have the sparkly dog. I mean, who doesn't want a little sparkly dog on their sweatshirt? It, right. It's cute. But this it's grooming. It is grooming to a certain degree. Yeah. And this news of the sale of a majority stake of Victoria's Secret today, you know, it just it speaks to the fact that we definitely are moving on as a culture. And, you know, I implore people to read the New York Times expose on the behind the scenes of Victoria's Secret because there is a lot of nasty behavior behind it. And uh, we can't really summarize it here, but, you know, go out. And okay. wear whatever, wear whatever undergarments you feel necessary. Well, that's right. Our, our lack thereof. Lack thereof. <laughs> lack thereof. Yeah. You could go free and easy. You could. Don't recommend it in February. In Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. But thank you, Donnie, for. Well, I was just translating. <laughs> Is that what you were doing? It was unnecessary, apparently. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> When Holly says okay like that, she's dismissing me. <laughs> shocking. Shocking. Let's take a that happens a lot. Let's take a 180. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's talk about fried chicken. Let's. Let's talk about something. Now, I know that Julia, when Lori is gone from this program, she yeah. likes to talk about food because she always says that Lori never likes to talk about food. Yeah, not really. So, so we're going to talk no. about food a little bit. I have a feeling this might intrigue some people that K- KFC is bringing fried chicken and donuts, the combination that you never knew that you needed in your life. Donut. So this is happening. Kentucky Fried Chicken and Donuts is being released starting Monday at participating restaurants nationwide. I don't know. I can't speak to whether or not there are any KFCs in the Twin Cities that are going to be participating in this. But even if it's not, why don't you just make this combo yourself? I don't understand the appeal. Okay, I get that they are too First, good. First, you don't like mint. Okay, I'm no, just asking. I don't know. Okay, okay, Even Holly, I understand the hear me of out. This. Hear me out. I okay. understand that they are both good objects, but do they go together? Have Should you tried? Do. That's what I'm asking. But, but the, because it's the sweet and the salty. I just, I'm, I'm just saying that like it's one of those things where I feel like one is a like okay, I'm having this. It's it's like to double down on it. Is it is it really worth it together? Like cake and ice cream, yes. I will double down on it, but I just want to, I want somebody to confirm that this is donuts and chicken, fried chicken go well together. I think they would go well together. Yeah, totally. The yes. concept of chicken and waffles, Brittany. I, yeah, I know, but that's, ha- a, that's a classic combination. Yeah. I know, but this isn't waffles. But, but it's the same principle. I guess. Oh, I boy. mean. 
Who's on first? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry oh. for questioning how insane this combo oh. is. Am I? Am I some alternate me. universe where like you guys are always eating fried chicken and donuts? I've never even seen. You I'm guys. not gonna have one, but it would. I'm sure it tastes good. I got a it. chicken fillet between two warm glazed donuts. That sounds insane. Now, if you don't want that, you can get a uh, a basket. With your choice of tenders or bone-in chicken with one or two donuts on the side. Well, yeah, so you can take a bite of chicken, a yeah. bite take of donut. A bite of donut. That sounds a bite of chicken, perfect. A bite of donut. I That's just want to confirm, world. Holly, saying yeah. that a chicken fillet with two warm glazed donuts <laughs> as the bun would yeah. make you happy. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Happy. Totally. Okay. Oh, yeah, totally. I just think it sounds disgusting. <laughs> oh. Uh, You're no fun at all. I'm Laurie, I guess, today. Oh, <laughs> uh, well... Enough of that. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we got to go to break. And when we come back, we're going to keep the Lori and Julia show traditional live of Hollywood speaking. We got to talk about a certain party that happened last night in Mm. Los Angeles where everyone went sans makeup. Why? What? All right. Well, Hollywood speak that when we come back. These people you hear talking everything entertainment are Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! is the meaning of this all right seventh caller 651-641-1071 is going to win a pair of tickets to something that something is what donnie <laughs> that is tickets to see the minnesota wild take on columbus next tuesday night and that will be of course at excel energy center and uh included in the package is uh some uh wait a minute no that's the wrong thing yeah just call us get some stuff why don't you yeah free stuff at a radio station okay just call me i'll tell you what the extra things are in your in your package for the game (laughs) next tuesday night back to you yeah thank you donnie all right uh so let's get to some hollywood speak Brittany. Mm -hmm. well donnie gives away a prize including a package let's talk about gwyneth paltrow's party that she had last night yes for her wellness brand goop no makeup allowed mm. at this party. Gwyneth Paltrow highly recommended that all of her guests at the Shishi party in Beverly Hills go sans makeup. The invite actually made it clear that guests should not wear makeup. And most people followed through on that promise. Kate Hudson, Demi Moore, they're all seen not wearing makeup. I mean, this is... This is kind of, if you really are looking at this, it's a little bit kind of a bummer because if you try to compare, if you've seen their faces, they're beautiful. Yeah. 
So if you try to compare your face to their makeupless face, even if you compare your makeup face to their makeupless face, it's a, it's a little bleak. It gets a little depressing, which, you know, and that kind of goes into play with the money and having yeah. the money, the Botox helps and the this and the that. Like, where, where that idea of being, I'm makeup free and just glamorous. It's just another thing that, well, I'll never live up to. I mean, I'm often makeup free, but that's out of laziness. And it's, that's not the kind of woman people <laughs> looking at for advice. Well, it's just like, okay. The Gwyneth Paltrow no makeup party, yeah, is going to be beautiful and wonderful. Yes, our version of the no makeup party is like, look at my zits. Yeah, hey, well, it's and like my a, wrinkles. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday, exactly. It's also, too, rough. the Hollywood speak on this is that going without makeup is the new power look. I know. In as much as that, if you can be bold enough. To go without makeup, at least in these A-list circles, or really, quite frankly, in a lot of aspects of life, if you have enough chutzpah to do that, mm-hmm. then it speaks to the fact that you have a lot of money and a lot of time to invest on your skincare. You can go yes. and get the best facials. Also, this was a gig promoting her new Goop Glow skin product. So obviously, it was very clear that it was like, mm, guys, all right, if you just drink our dust... Yeah. You're going to just be glowing from the inside and you're going to be radiant and you are sharing your light and love and wisdom. And by the way, please buy our dust for $49.95. <laughs> please subscribe to it because it's just going to make you look radiant and wonderful. And it's like, oh, man, I'm just a just a crusty troll. Oh, completely. I am just, I am just a crusty troll. And it's, you know, and in a lot of areas of life. I would argue that wearing makeup is part of looking professional. Absolutely. It's just, it's part of the gig. It's Abs- part of, it's part of what you do. Like if I rolled in here and I wasn't wearing makeup today, it'd be like, oh, rough night. Yeah. I mean, well, you've, <laughs> like, you've set an oof. expectation. Right. Of wearing makeup. And when you, everybody knows as a woman, if you set that expectation of I wear makeup to work, the moment you don't is when everyone talks. Like oh, they're never oh. going to say you look great. You look great. But they will say, are you, are you tired? Are you thick? Yeah, you, 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 you need you need a little tea. You need a little something. Well, yeah, this is all just a big power play. And it's meant to make us feel bad about ourselves so that we buy Gwyneth Paltrow's products. And it's like the same idea of the easy breezy outfit. You know, the walking in and they're like, oh, I put no work into this. It's because work looking like you worked on something is not cool. Right. Or the no makeup makeup look. Yeah. Where people oh, you get know. that thing where people are like, mm. Love your natural look. It's like you don't put any effort into it at all, somebody says. And you're like, I'm wearing 15 (laughs) products and this took me 30 minutes to do. It is a lie. The no makeup makeup look, you're wearing probably at least 10 products, three moisturizers and a serum. You're wearing so many products. So many products. It's like my hair. I never know if I should make it look like I was trying with my hair or not. In the end, it always looks the same. Oh, dear. The lesson here, children, is... Never try. Never try. <laughs> Never <you> try. <laughs> All right, let's Hollywood speak. Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost. Yes. According to page six, they're big Disney fanatics. Oh, oh according like to Colin. Jason. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, Colin Jost's younger brother, Casey, mm-hmm. says that Colin and Scarlett are huge Disney fans. Now, can you possibly Hollywood speak? Why on earth Scarlett Johansson and her fiance? 
would be huge Disney fans. It's all about that money. Yeah. Yeah, they can can afford the admission. Endorsement. Endorsement. Britney sings the song. The song of why we're hearing about Scarlett and Collins' love of Disney. This is the most I've when when we read this. Do they have an endorsement? Absolutely, they do. Oh, Donnie, Donnie, grow up! The previous statement was incredibly naive. (laughs) There you go. The fact that Page Six is reporting on this. This is all an endorsement, and of course, the puppet strings are all pulled by the gloved man himself, Mickey. Like, there's no reason we are listening to this dribble of Johansson and Joe's running around Disney world ever. That's not exciting. Also remember Donnie Mm, (laughs) Mickey mouse pays Scarlett Johansson's bills because she is part of the Marvel cinematic Mm. universe. True that. Everything is Disney now. We are Disney right now. Uh, Fortunately, we are not Disney. Thank you, you, Hubbard Broadcasting. Um, Black Widow, Scarlet's new Disney movie, comes out May 1st. So, of course, it's like, well, imagine Okay, I get it, I get it. Girl probably gets free Disney trips for life. Gets to the front of the line. Gets to the front of the line. Can you even really imagine these two people going on the rides all day? Like, they have so much stuff going on. Colin being on Saturday Night Live, they always talk about Saturday Night Live being the most grueling schedule ever. But they somehow, zippity-doo-dah, get to, like, head down to Disney World five times a week to go (laughs) on rides? No. This is not real. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's it, Donnie? Yeah. I mean, how could they even walk around Disney World? I know. You put on a sweatshirt and a baseball hat. Oh, that old disguise. <laughs> and you put on your Groucho Marx glasses <laughs> with right. the nose and the, the mustache. And fool page six. Yeah. That's right. We know who you are. <laughs> In their exclusive story, page six. Let's talk about Paris Hilton. Now, Brittany yes. and Donnie, I don't know if you guys watched this a couple of weeks ago, but on Paris Hilton's YouTube channel, she started a cooking show. Mm. That's hot. That's hot. That's yeah, that's I have hot. heard about her cooking channel on youtube yes and paris hilton for her first ever episode of her cooking show on youtube made her world famous lasagna recipe world famous well i mean she said it was famous it it was interesting i'm curious that paris hilton she was handling her dog and then she didn't wash her hands but that's a different story so paris hilton talking about her cooking show she said i have fun with it her what she said here About her performance in this cooking show, she said, I was kind of using the simple life vibes as I was cooking, that she wanted to make it entertaining for fans. The Simple Life being her reality television show from the early 2000s. What does this say to you? She's trying to get another season started. Oh, another show of some kind. Mm. Yes. Also, that The Simple Life was completely 110% manufactured by Paris Hilton. Well, of course it oh, is. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying that she wants that. that. Yeah, yeah, she wants yeah. to perceive as it was her genius idea. She claims that she's an excellent cook in this story. I don't know what's more believable, her being a good singer or her being a good cook. Well, she's not a good singer. We know that. She's a- but, like, I mean, I don't hate, like, I just well, don't. maybe she is a good cook. We don't know. I, I just, where, where would she, really? why would she? Giving her the benefit of the doubt. Go back to DJing and like she makes a ton of money doing that too. I mean that's that's where she DJing should be. Thing. I think she's bored all the time. Did you watch they had that um 
show about different entertainment people and how um, they did a whole thing on her um, talking about being in the spotlight. And she talked about how, like, she just seems so lonely. And she she's the one who talks to her fans most. Like, she actually writes them back and all this stuff. And there's something about her that always just, like, hmm. is the loneliest person in the world. Are you talking about really? the documentary American Meme on Netflix? Thank you. Of yeah. course you knew the name. <laughs> of course Holly did. You really think she's lonely? I think she's... I mean, that one I saw, it would made me feel so... Because she was literally writing back to every one of her fans and communicating with them. And it was just so bleak. Like, Somebody that successful should be surrounded by friends, and she is not. She's got a dog. Yeah. Her little chihuahua. So do I, but I have to go outside sometimes, too. Sometimes. Sometimes. Not sometimes. often, So we get those holograms. That's right. When we come back, we got Hollywood news here on Lori and Julia. Stay with us. If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The Employee Retention Credit is a tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee. And now, more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. Even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible. And there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund, so there's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses, so don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with a free 5-minute questionnaire at RefundsPro.com. That's refunds with an S, pro.com. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 